Welcome to the Cornerstone Life podcast series, brought to you by Cornerstone City Church, Medway, Kent. Check us out at CCC Medway on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Isaac, your host from Cornerstone City Church in Medway, Kent, and today we've got Phil Carey and his littlest one, his littlest one, I'm saying a littlest one because I reckon he's going to have another, um, Obi Carey is also with him, I believe. Uh, how are you doing, guys? Yeah, we're good, thank you. Yeah, just uh, had a had a long day at work, but um, it's, uh, yeah, good to be home and sort of chilling out now. Awesome. And how, how's Obi? Is he good? Yeah, you know what? He's um, was uh, a bit apprehensive about uh, both of us going back to work, Abby and I, um, and Abby obviously working from home uh, most days and how we'd cope. But he's, he seemed to cope really well and he just, yeah, sort of keeps himself busy and entertained. So, yeah, couldn't couldn't um, couldn't be happier, really, in the situation. <laughs> and um, how old is Obi, just so everyone listening knows? Uh, he is um, just over a year now, so a year and a couple of months. Awesome. So when it was his first birthday, it was your daddy birthday as well. How was it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was really good. Um, obviously, it's a bit. It's a bit strange not being able to celebrate with people at the moment. But yeah, we did the best we could, and he's, he, we still had a great day with him. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, so you're celebrating during the coronavirus lockdown. So, um, yeah. yeah, did you manage to get onto Zoom and? Yeah, we did a couple of Zooms and, and at that, at that point it was, it was just a few weeks after we was allowed to meet up with others outside. So we was able to do a few social distance meetups in the park and things. So yeah, it was quite, it was quite good. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, let's, um, find out a little bit more about, uh, you, what you've been up to at Cornerstone and a little bit about your history. So to begin with, um, a couple of fun questions, Mo Farah or Eliud Kipchoge? Oh, Kipchoge. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I think he, he ticks my box just a little bit more as well. Yeah. yeah. Just to be able to run, to be able to run the marathon in that speed is just phenomenal. And I know he wasn't given the world record, but I think it was yeah well out of order that it was he it wasn't given to him because he used laser technology on a on a on the old um pacing so but right I see yeah yeah I wasn't aware of that actually I mean I, I had sort of uh, assumed that he'd got the world record from that I didn't know that he hadn't been given that oh wow yeah no it, well unofficially he's got it but um yeah sorry uh, yeah unofficially he hasn't got it but um yeah I think it's just so what what was the time do you, do you remember the time uh, i think it was it was yeah 159 something so just just under just under two hours marathon wow yeah yeah that's like just full out sprinting the whole way <laughs> like he, he can he can run faster doing 42 kilometers than i can do one <laughs> his average is like it's, it's like two two minutes something like per kilometre, it's unbelievable. I just, yeah, I just I don't know how it's physically possible, but I was, you know. I was, I was, I was, I don't know whether I was properly in tears, but I would have been close to it when he, when I was watching it. <laughs> yeah, it's just an incredible display of, of oh, talent yeah. and and yeah. God's God's yeah. gifting, you know. And yeah, 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 incredible. All right, so the second question: ski or board? Uh oh, board. I think. Oh. Yeah nice nice and have you done it yeah yes i have yeah yeah i've i've to be i can't really uh give a 
honest comparison, but I've I've done skiing on a dry dry ski slope, and mm-hmm. I've done I've done snowboarded on the actual snow. So I've not tried skiing on the actual snow, but um, yeah, I think I think snowboarding is a bit a little bit more cooler. Um, yeah. it's yeah, just it just feels more natural. Yeah, I, f- I find it a bit more fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because I've got like six meter long legs I, I just like the fact that my, <laughs> my legs don't go in different directions <laughs> yeah. Well, that could, yeah that could be uh, yeah that could be quite um quite an injury if yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, 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 I have i have had a full-on um collision with us with a skier at the bottom of a slope around a blind corner and I'm pretty sure the skier came off worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would have, I would have thought so too. <laughs> the worst thing, well, the worst thing for me though about snowboarding is the is the ski lifts. You know, especially the ones where you got to put put the pole in between your legs. Oh uh, yeah. The, the first few times I did it, I I just was it was so embarrassing. I got sort of way up and then and then fell off and then and then I had everyone watching me. Said to then you know go back to the bottom and try again and then yeah yeah by, that's by the third attempt i was up the top Thank that's you. tricky it annoys me as well that on some of the um the seated ones that they tell yeah. you to take a foot out of your board yeah. that's really annoying as well yeah, it is, yeah 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 i try and sneakily put my foot back in and do it up on the way <laughs> <laughs> so i can just jump straight off the other end <laughs> <laughs> sorry to anyone listening who's got no idea what we're talking about <laughs> have a look at some snowboarding videos on youtube all right so the last fun question then um chana masala or california sushi roll oh chana masala <laughs> yeah. awesome yeah top, top is, stuff yeah, always always getting mm. my so all righty so um let's find out a little bit about your history how you came to be at cornerstone in the first place so where did you grow up uh phil uh so i grew up on the uh, sunny coast of east sussex in a in a, in a uh, town called hastings so yeah i lived there for uh 20 odd years before um going to uni working in a working in the city and in, in brighton and london and then uh yeah eventually moving back home in uh, to Hastings. All right. And did you fly kites in Hastings when you was a kid? Um, yeah, I, I seem to remember, you know, doing that old primary school project where you made a, made a kite out of a um, bin bag. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that worked. Cause there's a, well. there's a good, there's a good cliff. I, I always remember this from my childhood. We went there and I had a kite. And... Yeah. They've got East, the East Hill and the West Hill yeah where you can do that sort of thing and there the um the east hill is the better one because you got a you got quite a long flat on the top and you often get quite a few kite kiteists if that's a word yeah i don't remember if it, which hill it was but there was a guy who had attached himself to a, a lamppost or something similar <laughs> and he was flying this enormous kite and he was actually lifted off the ground by it wow. <laughs> yeah it was really wow. funny yeah, um, there's, there's there's people that obviously do it in the on the in the sea as well. So they have the the kite surf, mm. um, and that's yeah, that's got that's become quite popular over the years. Yeah, so more and more people are doing that now. Yeah. So what actually brought you from Hastings then after uni and everything? Um, what brought you back to Medway? Uh, so obviously moved away from Hastings and and moved back. Obviously I love Hastings and I um and it's a it's a great place to grow up. But I just felt that. I needed it. I sort of got a taste of 
living elsewhere so then mm-hmm. when i um when i moved back to hastings i i started looking for jobs elsewhere in some sort of teaching or teaching capacity working with young people and then um yeah a job came up in gravesend so i went i went for that and and got it and then um yeah by the time when i got it they said oh actually um uh, the job's not in actually not in Gravesend anymore. It's going to be in Gillingham. So they asked me if I if I wouldn't mind working there. So I was like, oh yeah, that's fine by me. So yeah, moved up in um, started working in February to January or February two thousand and and eleven, and then moved up here properly in June two thousand eleven. So yeah, nearly ten years now I've lived up here. Mm, wow. And uh, which church did you start going to? Was it straight away Medway Family Church? Yeah, so um, I emailed, yeah, I obviously was going to, I've been going to NFI churches since I moved to Brighton. Grew up up in sort of the Baptist church. Then when I went to Brighton, went to New Frontiers, went to the CCK, now Emmanuel. And then um, when I came back to Hastings, then started going to King's Church Hastings. So I sort of wanted to sort of stick with the NFI um roots because i i yeah it was it was a good church to be a part of and and so i looked looked up here to saw medway family church and emailed gordon and then he, oh, wow. he um he sort of put me in touch with griffin pam crouch who had a barbecue on that week that uh, week and i went up there so that was my first sort of introduction to mfc he was going to a barbecue in the back of griffin pam's house amazing yeah yeah, so Medway Family Church then became Cornerstone City Church. But give us a little background about um, your roles over the years at uh, at the church. Yeah, so I was um, I was keen just to sort of get to know people and sort of take a just get to get sort of, sort of the feel of the church when I moved up here, and then um, yeah, started uh, after I'd met Abby and got married to her. I sort of um, sort of said to, said to her that I had a sort of a call in to work with young people, so um, and also worship. So I got involved um, after we got married in the uh, worship team and the youth work. So um, and then we um, took over from Gordon and Natalie, who led it who led it back then in um, 2013. Uh, we took over from them. Um, in October, and then we did that. Um, Amazing, and of course that, that and that ties in with your with the fact that your job is a teacher. Yeah, yeah. And you teach in primary schools. That's correct, right? Yeah, it is. Um, I I I like. I prefer young people, the young people age group, sort of uh, eleven to eighteen. But um, teaching wise, I, I love teaching primary school kids. They're just so <laughs> uh, malleable and. Um, yeah, engaging. It's yeah, far, far, far more me teaching in that, that age group. I've tried teaching in secondary schools. I, I liked it, but um, yeah, it was yeah, it was it was pretty intense, really. If that's if that's a way I can put it. Like, yeah, <laughs> a secondary school teacher. Yeah, you need a certain set of skills to be uh, to work in that environment in a secondary school. But youth work is really good because young people uh, are there because they want to be there. Whereas in a school situation often a lot of children a lot of the young people don't want to be at school which which then becomes quite hard so um yeah 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 i can identify with that myself (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think we all can can't we (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> awesome. And um, and so yeah, in the, obviously like um, I joined the church a little bit after you, and um, quite a long time after you. But um, when I joined, you were involved in the worship team, and then you started leading worship. Yeah. Yes. So um, yeah. So uh, started off. Um, I can't remember when it was now, but um, it was uh, around the time where I think Julian um, was stepping down from leading the uh, worship team. And then it was myself, Toby and Naomi, who was kind of um, being trialled as who would then lead the worship team. Um, Subsequently, during that period, we, um, Abby and I started leaving, leading the youth. So I didn't think it would have been um, right or a good use of my team to, to uh, put myself in the running for leading the worship team as well. So not, um, thankfully, Naomi got it. She's, she was, she's a great leader of the worship team and she's done really, really well in, in that. So, um, yeah, so then the three of us plus Julian then continues leading worship Um uh, with with Naomi at the head of that, and um, yeah, not not look back to it, not look back really. It's it's gone mm. from strength to strength. We've got, we've got some amazing musicians in our church, like yourself, and we've been really bre- really blessed. I mean, I've been praying for years for a saxophonist to come through, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we, you know, we've 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 got some fantastic brass players um, now, including. Uh, Mike on the saxophone so yeah blessed to be in a church you know when I was a when I was a, a kid and I was involved in worship um, in my Baptist church in a sort of a congregation of about 60 70 people never in never in a million years did I think I'd be in a church where we'd have hundreds of people on a on a stage in a theatre with like proper sound and lights and it's just yeah it's just amazing to to be able to do that week in week out um, with with amazing musicians and singers so yeah truly blessed to be part of this church and to be part of a an amazing team yeah and i think one thing that a lot of people will also know is that you you don't leave out the old songs you do include them when you're leading but you also bring in a a youthful edge to the worship and uh, tell us a little bit about the kind of stuff that you've brought into uh, a sunday morning yeah, obviously, growing up in the church, I've got there's some nostalgia there with with the old with the old songs and um, some of the some of the old hymns. But um, I really really like um, the the sort of the dancey stuff as well that you can dance to. I, I feel when I when I was growing up in the church, there wasn't really um, a lot of that going on. Obviously, we had Delirious, who was a who was a great band, and like the Worldwide Message Tribe, but uh, the worldwide worldwide message tribe weren't really songs that you could include in worship, and they weren't really um, there weren't there weren't any uh, uh, songs that were transferred into sort of normal Sunday services. Yeah, yeah, uh, sure. have, yeah. Having having songs that are, have a sort of electronic edge, a bit more poppy, uh, something that you can't see um, really appealed to me, and I just wanted to, yeah, sort of. Um, sort of convey songs that uh, are full of truth full of jesus but also um young people are a bit more uh down with if you know what i mean it's yeah yeah absolutely absolutely just yeah well to to fill the fill the void that i 
the, the void that I had when I was growing up. I want yeah. to fill that with the for the young people of today's generation. So yeah, and also, I mean, so some of the older people because they they like to dance around as well. That's do you know what? Yeah, I I, I will reveal that this year I'm going to be forty two, but wow, um, yeah, but I absolutely love the dancey stuff. I mean, if it's dubstep, if it's like. Um, <laughs> um drum core you know um all, all the kind of glitch hop um house i love all of that stuff the the edgier the the more kind of like unique the better for me i love it and uh yeah. when i grew up um i think the worldwide message tribe were kind of just keeping me engaged just on the edge with god because there was quite a lot of stuff going on in my life but i remember getting an overnight bus no it was a daytime bus but an overnight bus coming back to london it was a, a national express coach or something um to go to manchester just to see them perform outdoors it was a free event and i remember cameron dante talking um and um yeah it was just incredible um yeah, i think i think that yeah i think i was there really was it was it yeah it was it early was that like early 2000s, late 90s? I can't I tell you exactly when it was, because when yeah. I was on the coach going up the M1, I think, there was banners for Diana because it was the same day her funeral was, I think. Ah. Pretty sure it was exactly the same day. And I remember I got the coach back, which was on like a seven-hour overnight, kind <laughs> of like stop everywhere <laughs> coach, but it was super cheap. And uh, I arrived in London at six or seven in the morning. So it might have been, yeah, it might have been longer than seven hours. And um, it was like a ghost town, London. Honestly, it was almost like you could see straw bales like rolling down the street. It was deserted. It was really weird atmosphere. And I think it, that was the day after Princess yeah. Diana's funeral. But yeah, it may well have been the same thing. So that would have been late 1990s. Yeah, so that yeah, that was when must have been when I went there. Yeah, because I remember, yeah, I remember it was yeah late towards the end of um, college, uh, just before I went to uni. So it would have been around nineties, two thousands. So yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. So we <laughs> yeah, so we were probably standing like next to each other at some point. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have been behind you. Probably in front. <laughs> wanted to get with you <laughs> <laughs> oh amazing oh it's funny isn't it the world is a, such a small place it is yeah it's so small awesome well i think you know a lot of people who have been to our church and 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 have experienced uh, the dancey stuff that you've brought in have, have really appreciated that as well as obviously some oh, of the older you. songs that you do yeah. and um obviously right now in coronavirus lockdown it says a few more restrictions and uh we're looking forward to meeting up again and getting back into yeah. it. So what's your current role? Because I know after being married and then doing all the youth work and the worship leading and, and so on, and then you had a baby. I know you've kind of stepped back from the youth slightly. Uh, yeah. What's your current roles at the moment? And what are you looking uh, forward to doing when we go back to church? Yeah, so obviously um, took a break from leading worship um, during that time with, with Obi coming and... Uh, and now Corona, and then um, with with youth, obviously you've got the wonderful Matt and Rachel Fox who are leading that now. So um, yeah, blessed to have them. So um, with coming out of lockdown, hopefully the um, yeah, hopefully being involved with the youth on a Sunday Sunday morning teaching. Hopefully uh, we'll, we'll we'll resume or we'll get get back involved with that 
once uh, once church starts up again at, at Mid Kent, um, and then also leading worship again um, was had, had uh, spoken to Naomi about uh, potentially coming back and leading again in uh, after April time, um, just before Obi's first birthday. But um, yeah, with the with the current restrictions, that's that's not happened yet. So yeah, w- once we get back to some sort of normality. Um, uh, doing doing worship again, leading worship, um, and also in the last few months we've started um, a co-leading a grow group with uh, Adam and Susie. Awesome! So, um, yeah, we started taking that up, which um, yeah, we we love. We we get a lot of fruit out of, and it, um, yeah, got a great got a great group of uh, of um, people that are that that we get to do Jesus with every wednesday so yeah amazing yeah. awesome well thanks ever so much phil for your time uh this evening um awesome. and thank you to obi as well he's been absolutely fantastic yeah such a star yeah well, very star, very you, well obi? behaved yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> say hello da, da. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is very cute wow well <laughs> Love to you all and have a fantastic rest of the evening and I look forward to seeing you very soon. Cheers, mate. Thanks very much for listening. And, uh, yeah, you too. Hope you have a good evening and uh, I'm sure I'll see you very soon. Awesome. Top stuff. Cheers, Phil. Take care, mate. You too. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, do connect with us. We're on social media and you can visit our website, cornerstonecity.co.uk. 